Jazallahu bil khayrati anna imnatan Lana naqalul qur'an azban wa salsala Faminhum budurun sab'atun qatawasatat Sama'al ula wal'ad li zuhran wa kummala Inshallah ta'ala my beloved brothers and sisters In this episode I want to speak about Taqsimul ulama'il qira'at Ila usul wa farsh the scholars of Qira'at, they divided the Qira'at into Usul and Farsh. What is Usul and what is Farsh? I'll explain it soon, inshallah ta'ala. But before I go in, but before I go in, I want to inform you that the ulama al Qira'at, rahimahumullah, may Allah be pleased with them. They gave a lot of importance in teaching the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, memorizing it, preserving it in memory, passing it on in the minute details regarding it. They also transmitted in their authorship and in their books, the differences, the categorization, and the science behind the recitation of the Quran and the different ways of reciting and the variations in words. Every little detail that you need, they passed it on to, uh, on to you. They've given it to you. So what is usul and what is farsh? Usul is al-ahkam al-kulliyah al-muttaridah. The usul are rulings that are continuous and comprehensive. They apply on just about every circumstance in every situation. Just about every situation, it applies on it. And it's a, a ruling that you memorize, it's a principle you memorize, and you apply it over the board. You apply it on every place where you find this. Let me give you an example. Silatu Mim al The ulama of Qiraat, they discuss Silatu Mim al-Jama'ah. If you go to the Qira'ah of Ibn Kathir and Qalun al-Nafi' bi-khulf al-Anhu, when it comes to Silatu Mim al-Jama'ah, they, if after it is a word which is mutaharrik, then they read it as Qawluhu Ta'ala an'amta alayhimu غير المغضوب عليهم ابن كثير أن قالون النافع بخلف عنه they do sila they connect that meme to the next word if it is what متحرك ورش on the other hand if after the meme there is a hamz says hamza what does it do it then does it سواء عليهم أأنذرتهم أم There's a hamza on the am, right? So what you what Warsh does is connects it. This is a qa'idah mutarida for Warsh and a qa'idah mutarida for Ibn Kathir and Qalun. And he applies, you just look at the meme, silatu meme al-jam'ah, you look at the meme al-jam'ah, if after it is a, if there's a letter which has a haraka on it, Qalun, and Ibn Kathir reading this way. 
if it go, if there's a hamza after the uh, the meme, warsh recites it as uh, the stila comes for warsh. And warsh then does the stila. You memorize it once and you apply it over the board. It's a principle you memorize once. For example, ha'ul damir, also known as ha'ul kinaya, also al-ahkam al-muta'aliqat bil hamzat. Warsh, for example, if fa'ul kalima, the fa of the kalima, in the first letter of the kalima, fa'ul kalima, if it's got a hamza in it, warsh, he changes it. For example, yu'minun, he says. Ya'kulun, ya'kulun, right? Mu'minun, yu'minun. He reads it as yu'minun, ya'kulun. This is a qa'idah for warsh, you just memorize it and you learn it and you apply it. The same with the fath and the imala and the idgham and the idhar and etc. Ulidarika, the scholars, they say that the usul generally revolves around issues related to lahajat and lughat. That's the reason why the changing is happening. It's not got much to do with meaning. Whereas al-farsh, it's related to meaning. It's connected to meaning. The second one is al-farsh. Farsh is slightly tricky when it comes to the qiraat. The farsh, it changes. There's not one qa'idah mutaridah yadbituha. There's not one qa'idah that you can memorize that you can apply everywhere. It changes from one situation to another. For example, Maliki Yawmiddin in Surah Al-Fatiha. Asim and Kisai, they recite it as Maliki Yawmiddin with the alif. Baqi sab'a, the other remaining seven, they do it بغير ألف, without no alif. So here you see Asim al-Kisai on one side saying Malik Yawm din And you have the other seven remaining Qurra, they read it as Malik Yawm din So does that mean every time I see the word Malik and Malik in the Qur'an it's the same thing? No. That doesn't apply only except on Surah Al-Fatiha. If you go for example to Surah Al-Imran where Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala he says قُلِ اللَّهُمَّ مَالِكَ الْمُلْكَ all of the Qurra, they read it with Alif. None of them came and said, They didn't say that. Jami'ul Qurra, they all recited it as an Alif. Surah Al-Nas. Malikinnas, Ilahinnas, Malikinnas. Jami'ul Qurra, all of the recitals, they read it as Malikin Nas. No one read it as Malikin Nas. So what do you see? This is not Qa'idah Muttarida. It's not a one principle. You see Malik here, the Asim Kisai read it like this. The other remaining seven read it, recited it like this. So that means wherever I see it, Asim and Kisai are going to be together and the other Qurra are going to be together. No. Each situation is different to the other one. This is one of the strongest arguments that the Muslim can make against the Orientalist. Which is what? Maliki Yawmiddin can be recited as Maliki Yawmiddin because it was taken from the Prophet in those two ways. Lakin Maliki Nas was taken from the Prophet in one way only. The Prophet never recited it in any other way. And if the issue of the Quran was based on Ijtihad, and it was based on qiyas and independent reasoning, then it would have been wherever I find the word malik, I can read it as malik or malik. No. 
it shows that the Quran is a talaqi wal mushafaha. It is a riwayah wal naql, it's transmission. It is to take it from the Prophet. Another example. Qawluhu ta'ala, Allah tabaraka ta'ala, he said in Surah Nisa, and tarithu nisa'a karhan. The word karhan, that's how it's recited. Surah Al-Tawbah, Allah tabaraka ta'ala, he says, قُلْ أَنْفِقُوا طَوْعًا أَوْ كَرْهًا Hamza and Kisai, they read it as kurhan in both of those ayats. In Surah Al-Nisa and Surah and in Surah Al-Tawbah, they read it as أَنْتَرِثُ النِّسَاءَ كُرْهًا قُلْ أَنْفِقُوا طَوْعًا أَوْ كُرْهًا That's how they read it. Hamza وَالْكِسَائِ The other remaining Qurra, they all read it as a fatha. They say أَنْتَرِثُ النِّسَاءَ كَرْهًا or قُلْ أَنْفِقُوا طَوْعًا أَوْ كَرْهًا وَلِذَلِكَ الْإِمَامُ الشَّاطِبِيُ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ He says وَضُمَّ هُنَا كَرْهًا وَعِنْدَ بَرَاءَةٍ شِهَابٌ وَفِي الْأَحْقَافِ ثُبِّتَ مَعْقِلًا That Surah Bara'a means Surah Tawbah and Surah Nisa you read it as Karhan or Kurhan يعني حمز الكسائي are both reading as Kurhan باقي القراء are reading it as Karhan come to Surah Al-Ahqaf Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala he said حَمَلَتْهُ أُمُّهُ كُرْهًا وَوَضَعَتْهُ كُرْهًا هي عاصم and Ibn Dhaqwan they read it as Kurhan حَمَلَتُ أُمُّهُ كُرْهًا وَوَضَعَتُهُ كُرْهًا It's, look at this, it's shocking, right? Asim, whose qira'a we have today We read Hafs and Asim In one situation, Hafs, uh, sorry, Asim is reading as what? أَنْتَرِثُ النِّسَاءَ كَرْهًا قُلْ أَنْفِقُوا طَوْعًا أَوْ كَرْهًا He's reciting like that When it came to Surah Al-Ahqafna He's not reading as Karhan as he was doing before It's changed He's reading as what? حَمَلَتُ أُمُّهُ كُرْهًا He's reading it وَوَضَعَتْهُ كُرْهًا Why? Because this is not a qa'idah mutari. This is called farsh. They're furuq. You need to memorize them. وَضُمَّ هُنَا كَرْهًا That's what Shatib is saying. وَضُمَّ هُنَا كَرْهًا وَعِنْدَ بَرَاءَةٍ شِهَابٌ وَفِي الْأَحْقَافِ ثُبِّتَ مَعْقِلًا That Hamza and Kisai, they read it as أَنْتَرِثُ النِّسَاءَ كُرْهًا قُلْ أَنْفِقُوا طَوْعًا أَوْ كُرْهًا The other remaining, they read it as Fatha. So, Asim is reading it as a Fatha. حَمَلَتُ أُمُّهُ كُرْهًا وَضَعَتُهُ كُرْهًا Flipped. Ibn Dhaqwan and Asim are both reading it as what? كُرْهًا The other ones are reading as what? كَرْهًا يعني حمزة الكسائي and all of them are reading it as what? كَرْهًا يعني قضية is تلقي المشافهة Also, and also benefits us this issue of al-farsh, which, which is the issue I'm talking about. That the Qur'an has usul, principles, you memorize it, you apply it everywhere. The furush are very tricky. You need to study it specifically. Imam al-Shatib, if you look at Hizr al-Amani, Tani fil qiraati sab'a, he starts with the usul. He starts with the usul, he finishes the usul, and then he goes through each surah, Baqarah, Ali Imran, Nisa, Hakada, and he goes through all of the furush in there. Another example, You'll see, the word you'll see, the word lafth, you'll see. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, he says, he says, min ba'd, surah al-nisa, Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, he says, min ba'di wasiyyatin yusi biha awdain. Ibn Kathir, and Ibn Amirin, and Shu'bah, they read it bifatih al-sad, 
What do they say? Min ba'di wasiyyatin yusa, they say. Who does that? Ibn Kathir, Ibn Amir, and Shu'bah. Okay. What about in uh, Hafs? Hafs, he reads, reads it as what? Min ba'di wasiyyatin yusi biha awdayn. So there's two places it came in, in the Quran, in Surah An-Nisa, right? The first place it came with Ibn Kathir and Ibn Amr and Shu'bah in Surah An-Nisa, it came in two places. Ibn Kathir, Ibn Amr and Shu'bah both read it as what? Min ba'di wasiyyatin biha awdayn. The second place it came with, who agreed with them? In reading it as Yusa. Uh, who agreed with them in the second one? Ibn Kathir, Ibn Amr, Shu'ba, both places they're reading it the same. They're reading it as Yusa. Yusa biha uday. Ibn Kathir, Ibn Amr, Shu'ba. Ibn, whereas Hafs is reading as what? Min ba'di wasiyati, min ba'di wasiyati, yusi biha uday. Like in the second place it came in, Hafs agreed with Ibn Kathir, Ibn Amr, Shu'ba. Okay? Whereas the other remaining, they already as Kasra in both places. وذلك الإمام الشاطبي رحمه الله said ويوصي بفتح الصاد الصحة كما دنا ووافق حفص في الأخير مجملا that um, حفص in the second place he agreed with the فتح of ابن كثير and ابن عامر الشعبة whereas the other قراء they remained upon both positions by reading as كسرة حفص look at it it's غير مضطرب it's a فرش in حفص that one time you're saying you See, which is a mawdu' al-awwal. Mawdu' al-thani, you're, you're, you're agreeing with Ibn Kathir and Ibn Amr al-Shu'bah. And you're reading as you saw biha That is what the scholars call al-farsh. These three words are from the furush in the Qur'an. What are they? Malik, I'm a Malik. Karhan or Kurhan. You see or you saw. Both. Uh, we find it changing in different places. How do you hold it down and how do you understand it? You have to study independently. Some of the Qur'a, subhanAllah, they don't start with the usul when it comes to teaching. They actually teach the student the farsh and then they go to the usul. Some do that. Um, some scholars, they do that. The early scholars now, who wrote in qiraat like Ibn Mujahid and others, when it came to Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid and others, when it came to the usul and the farsh, they never used to div divide it like that. Yani they didn't say, this is the usul, this is the farsh. They didn't do that. Lidharika Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid, he discusses the, if you read his sab'ah, he starts with the Qur'an in the way that the Qur'an is written, and he mentions the usul and the farsh as he goes on. And if he's spoken about it in one place, when he comes to it in another surah, he'll always tell you, I discussed it there. So there is no يعني, distinguishing saying, this is the usul, this is the farsh, in the way that we see it today. The first person to actually do it like that and categorize that these are, say, these are the usul, these are the farsh, and the usul are qa'idah uh, muttarida, and the farsh is that which is not qa'idah muttarida, and give it, break it down like that. They say the first person to do it is... Uh, Al-Imam Al-Daraqutni, Al-Imam Al-Daraqutni, 
Sahibu Sulan, he was the first person to actually do that. He divided between the usul and the farsh. And so he's considered the first person to do that. Everyone who came after him, like Imam Abu Amr al-Dani, when he wrote his kitab al-Taysir, he divided the usul and the farsh. If you look at the Hirz al-Amani, which is a nadm of the Taysir of Abu Amr al-Dani, he does that. He breaks it into usul and the farsh. And it became uh, uh, the, the way of the Qiraat after Al-Imam Al-Daraqutniyu came, Rahimahullah. I'm going to stop there, inshallah ta'ala, for this episode. Uh, I hope you have benef- benefited. Anything I might have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me and Shaytan and Allah and His Messenger are free from it. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How can you do a two-second action right now that will give you a share of the reward of everything we're doing on this YouTube channel? Simple. Like this video and click subscribe. Why? It will allow YouTube to recommend our videos to other users. And imagine the huge amount of reward that could be waiting for you on the day of judgment if you did that with a sincere intention of spreading the deen of Allah. You'll be rewarded for every single person who benefits from one of our videos as a result of your like or subscribe. That's an easy two second action that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Do it now, click like and subscribe and don't forget to make that intention.